Welcome to conversation with a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but legit, like you, you can understand though, like. Of course, I can. It's, it's especially if you come from a cultural background like us, in a sense. Like, I was lucky enough to grow up in a. I, I, I grew up with a silver spoon in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. Not like everybody else. I had yeah. a roof over my head. I had my own vehicle. I didn't need to pay for it. I didn't need to do any yeah, of that yeah. stuff. You know, and I never knew what hardship was or what my parents or what my uncles had to, had go, to through, go through. Yeah. Like my granddad, he's my idol. He's my, my granddad's my idol. He's because his life is was he built a life that helped us. You know what yeah, I mean? The same with my granddad. I mean, he he came from nothing. Yeah, basically, so basically yeah. dirt. Like the story is that before my granddad, there was my, my great uncles and stuff, yeah, and yeah. the story was that. I could be wrong, and if my family hears this, they could correct me. But from what I've remembered or what I've been told is that they used to go to house to house with a suitcase and sell clothes out yeah, of the suitcase yeah. on Tartola before their Tartola. Like they, that's what they did for a living. This they opened up business. My granddad is a businessman, but he was also a, a chef too. He worked in a restaurant before he came, or before he was before he made a decision to go to the Caribbean yeah, to live. And then bring his family or start yeah, his family there, yeah. you know. And as you were saying earlier, to the point is when you're growing up, like I'm sure you felt it when you were growing up, age 16, 18. You know, you're not, you didn't understand that responsibility in a sense. You don't, yeah. you don't. You think like life's just a walk in the park. Exactly. Know? And it's not just saying like. I feel like you know at that age you have a lot of uh, what's the thing uh, optimism. Yeah, you think everything is easy in a sense. You're young. You're yeah, like, exactly. You're young and dumb. Young and you're dumb. naive. You're like, oh, you know what? If I dream about this, yeah, if I work hard, you I get it. Be, yeah, I could be it. driving a G wagon, Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, I'm 26 now. That yeah, don't happen. 26, like you're like catching a bus five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, the struggle, <laughs> buddy. The struggle. But, but I think like the, the hardships show you that when when you do gain like a job or you do get further up the ladder or you do have like little accomplishments you're like yo wow like this is wow this is a blessing man do you know what I mean like yeah. you're so happy exactly like whereas that like, when you get given everything you're just like it's like for instance if if I give you my phone now you're like oh thank you man like yo yeah. this is sick you know what I mean for, for a day or two you're gonna be like yeah it's nice but then you won't appreciate it it devalues it exactly like my dad tells me you know Stop wasting your money on materialistic things. If you're gonna waste your money by food or land, things property. or property, you know, something that gives value not just to you but your life and people around you that thing, you love. Thing is, yeah, like materialistic things are there's a balance in it. Like you got financial stability open certain doors for you, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And it just gives you a bit of comfort, really. It, it gives doesn't you, really give you anything else, just more comfort. It gives you a sense of security. Security, yeah. Yeah, you know, the sense of, okay, I've done that, I could do more. I, I feel safe now to do this. Yeah, yeah. But then at the back of your head, you know, you're telling yourself, this is a huge risk. I personally scared to take risks. I'm scared of it. I'm pretty scared too, because like, obviously I come from a financial background. And my friends, obviously, they've not really gone through the same hardships in life. like. You know, if I go to like my uh, my mum, etc., practically raised me and my brother on her own. Get me? There's my stepdad, but 
you know, obviously it's not the same. It's, it's not the same. I understand it's that. It's not the same. You've got to like do everything yourself and make sure you're looking after your mum. But you know, that's the that's. I don't know if it's like this for everybody else. I guess it's for culture like Asians and Arabs in general. Yeah. Like being you're the oldest in the house. You got a responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Like. For example, my mom was talking to me like the responsibility of oldest. If God forbid my dad would pass, and there was something involving my family, my brother, so and my, to do, do that it'll be the yeah. older one to take care of that situation. Yeah, because your your younger brother he's probably not at that stage of life where he's had them like where oh shit, I have to step up here, otherwise shit's gonna hit the fan. You know exactly, I mean? you gotta take responsibility for things, and that drives that drives me crazy because it's a burden in a sense where like for example you want to get married but you can't because you have this all of this stuff all of this shit on your mind that's yeah, going on you got to take care of your family you know even though they tell you not to worry about them you still, have to worry. You still worry about them yeah. you know if if shit hit the fan what are you gonna do you got to be responsible even though you have a brother you know and i'm not saying my brother is useless my brother is the most amazing person ever i'm happy yeah. to have him but the pressure would it be too much would it be would he be able to you know can he handle that would i be able to support him handling it you know a lot of people you either like take on the responsibility or you crumble you know what i mean like you're just like oh shit i can't handle this like you know what i mean and if you're younger you're kind of like yo you know what i'm gonna go out for a bit i'm just gonna yeah. chill, take my mind off things yeah exactly you know what I mean? like oh well like you know like i don't i i mean they say i've got responsibility but do i really do you know what i mean like charming so I guess it's just one of the things, you know, especially now, like we're at the age where you need to get married, you kind of have to think, like, oh, is my partner going to be understanding to your exactly, situation? Exactly. Exactly. And that's a difficult thing, and I'm actually. It's like you can meet someone. Don't get me wrong. Get married. Yeah. But it's like long term. I mean, a lot of a lot of problems do happen in a marriage when it comes down to the financial side of stuff. Is it not like most reason why marriages break Divorce apart and stuff like that because of apart. financial issues? And then you're just like to yourself, oh, do you want to take that risk and that? Like, oh, yeah. my mom... Whereas like, look, right now, all you have to do, yeah, apart from your parents, you only have to worry about yourself. yourself. Get me? Yeah. Like, even, even if your parents are there, you can still go out and do whatever you want freely. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to worry about, oh shit, what if my wife needs this? Exactly. What if my wife's got to like... You don't have that responsibility Or like, yet. what if my, my wife is just like, you know what, like, I want to go holiday. You know what I mean? And yeah. Yeah, you, know, you do it anyway. That's all right. But it's like the long-term plan about what if my wife all of a sudden you have a kid? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what are you gonna do then? That's like, shit. You know, it's man. Like, there's things that it's difficult. And we're back after that short break. Interlude. Interlude. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. Saying the responsibility is there. Yeah. You can't just. People assume that you have to sacrifice for them, for yourself. It's more like you need to. I feel take. like you know, if you're going into a marriage or whatever, it should it shouldn't be like a one-way thing. It should be a two-way two-way street. It yeah. should be, yeah. Like you you're you're making compromises, so the your partner should be realistic and kind of know that oh, you know what, like both got to make compromises. Let's be honest, isn't it? Um, from my life experiences, like, yo, life isn't like marriage. It's not like a Disney movie, man. It's not. It's you not don't get married and it's happily ever after. <laughs> no, it's like, for a time. 
Yeah, yeah, man. You know, uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm not practicing Muslim. Who is it, man? Nah, you know, for me, yeah, I just feel like. For me, I don't judge anyone. You know what I mean? It's, it's weird because lately I've been feeling like I need to be a practicing Muslim. The thing is, yeah, you know what, even myself, like, I've been through tough situations in life. And uh, personally, I found a lot of comfort from from Islam, etc. I'm praying, etc. It's like a burden being lifted. As soon as you pray Salah, the thing is, yeah, like, it, Islamically, it's like, you know, like, I, I, I don't know if you've got the same mentality, but I do believe everything in life is pre-written for you. No, I 100% believe that too. I believe that Allah has written everything everything already for us and what we do is we pay, we make choices people yeah you make choices and then you've got thing is whenever you you're living life there's always a choice in it there's not like a yo I'm out of options here yeah you know what I mean there's always choices you go in one direction you're going in there's always way. a door you can open it's like let's say for instance you want to you've got an idea in your head for like you want to work somewhere or whatever there's little steps you take towards it you don't get everything thing is yeah like for me it's like yo like Allah will help you in it but you gotta take steps towards what you wanna do too in it there's a there's a hadith in it that basically mentions that um, like there's a hadith which says a businessman long time ago etc came to Prophet Allah peace be upon him and he said he's quite free in it like oh you know what Allah has got me do you know what I mean like you know all my matters are gonna be solved because Allah has already pre-written it but he had a camel do you know what I mean instead of let, obviously in the desert etc like oh you know what I'm just gonna let my camel go whatever happens happens in it to my camel yeah. the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said say, basically in terms of your you still gotta do something you still gotta tie your camel yeah. just to make sure you got precautions there that nothing's gonna happen to your camel do you know what I mean yeah. the analogy there it's yep. just like don't leave everything to large no, you know what I mean exactly that's like the um, there's a story about a priest yeah. who was in a church I don't know where it's from or if it's a story that they made up yeah. but the priest the, ch- the, the town got flooded and the church was going yeah, underwater yeah. and the priest said don't worry about me God is going to save me so policemen came tried to get him out he said no God is going to save me the fire brigade came God is going to save me they went he said don't worry about me and then the marines or people with boats came to save him and he told him God is going to save me while he was underwater at point. Yeah, yeah. And when he reached heaven, he asked Allah, oh God, yeah. Allah, yeah. Um, why didn't you save me? I sent people to save you. You didn't want to take the offer. So basically that story is telling you, you know, don't leave everything. You know, Allah will help you, yeah, yeah. but you have to make the choice whether or not you want that. You want to take the help that people provide you because you never know. The person that Allah sent is the person who's helping you. It's yeah, His yeah. way of saving you. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's interesting. You're right. Don't leave everything up to God, or Allah, because at the end of the day, you have to make a choice. The thing is, like, if I just let's say, for instance, you're at home every single day, and you're like, Allah has got me. Allah's gonna change this around. Allah will change it around for you, but at the same time, you gotta take steps towards what you want to. It's like, let's say, for instance, I wanna get a new job. Yeah. No one's gonna come to me. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Yeah. 
But at least I know I, in my in my power I'm doing something. Yeah, exactly. And whatever's in my control. Whatever is in your control. Yeah. Whatever did you're the known figures. Whatever's not in my control, you need to lie. Tell me. It's like everything is in the hands of Allah. Yeah. But it's in that it's the choices that you make are in your hands. And, you know, Allah and, blessed us with free will. And the fi- yeah, yeah, free will. You that's the thing is why do you think above all other creation? Because if you look in Islam in it, you have different creations in it. You've got you know us human beings. Yeah. Uh, you've got angels, right, which are completely they all of them prostration to Allah. Yeah. They do whatever Allah, Allah says, says. Yeah. Already commanded. Already have that thing in program to do that. Do you know what I mean? Whereas like, we have free will. Do you know what I mean? Why do you think we're so close to Allah? I mean, why does Allah favor us so much? Because the thing is, even though we've got free will and stuff, when you do something wrong, you never feel that remorse of guilt. Where do you think that comes from? Do you know what I mean? That's a that's a play of. That is a tough question because I don't know how to answer that question. Is because I can't answer that question. I'm not going to give you all the answers, but I don't have all the answers. <laughs> I'm saying you have. But the thing is, like when. You do something wrong, there's a voice inside your head that tells you, oh, you know what? Shit, I've done the right, wrong thing here. I need to make amends. Exactly. You get me? No one tells you to do that. No. There's this voice in your head. But that you know you. it's wrong. It's like something inside you that says, oh, you know what? Like, Jay, Sean, you've got to do something here. Like, you've got, you can't just leave it. And you know guilt is something that kind of eats away at you. It does eat away at you. And... There's two ways about it. You can just ignore that shit, that voice in the back of your head. Or there's a thing that just shows that you've got some humanity and that you've got goodness there. You could accept what you've done and try to gain amends. You can either like, do something about it, make amends, or you can ask for forgiveness. There's two ways about it. That's true. If you make amends, isn't the same way of asking for forgiveness while you're doing amends. Yeah, yeah. You know, Obviously, like, it's more like of a action, action kind like, of thing. Basically, you know, you sacrifice. Like, first, I, you know what a zakat is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you kill a goat, when yeah, you yeah, give it to the yeah, yeah. And then they say that when you do that, you supposedly, I could be wrong, that it's a good thing to do. It helps you. The thing is, yeah, that people don't understand, yeah, that. A big part of religion isn't just paying your five times salah. It's not just doing dikr no. sadqa. If you, you know what akhlaq is, your manners, your manners, the way you are, the like way you are. if you got good manners, the way you treat people, the way you carry yourself, your character, yeah. that is a big thing. Your akhlaq in Islam is a big thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like just because I read five times namaz, I recite the Quran. I'm in remembrance of Allah. Yeah, doesn't mean that. Oh yeah, I've got a great, I've got a guarantee to Jannah. Yeah, it doesn't work like it's, that. It's what you, it was what you could do. Do you know what I mean your 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 outlook, your manners, your the way you treat people, the way you you speak to people. Yeah, that's a big part of like how the you good think. that you the good that you do. There's a story in the Quran, isn't it? There's a prostitute. Probably, God only knows like what she did. In terms of everyone, everyone commits sins. By the way, yeah, like big or small, in it. It's like what Isa said. You know, the, the those cast of those who cast a force, um, those who without sin cast a false stone. Yeah, yeah. And no exactly. one could have cast a stone exactly. because they were full of sin, in a sense. Yeah, exactly. So no one's a perfectly. When you said, "Oh, you know what? I'm not a practicing Muslim," but. I don't know. I can't say I'm a better Muslim than someone else that isn't. You, think you, you, know can't, I mean? be a be- you can't be a better Muslim. I'm not practicing. I'll be honest. Like, do I pray five times in love? Do I try to pray five? 
I tried the, the, the tensions there, you get me? Yeah. But I don't I, I wish I could pray more in it. And you always get it's a journey in it. Yeah. You're always learning more about Islam, you're always trying to get closer to Islam. But being having good manners and treating people, that's part of Islam, isn't it? You that's I mean? that's what Islam teaches you. You know, at one point of my life, yeah. I look at Islam as a thing is a yeah, you teaching. Know, you know when you pass away, yeah? Yeah. You know when you pass away, yeah? You know, obviously, you know, it's only your good deeds that are going to help you in this life, you know, yeah. in the next life, innit? In this life, whatever favours you do for people, Alhamdulillah, if you do something for someone, yeah. don't think to yourself like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, yo, I'm better than this person. I'm, yo, I, yo that person should thank me who's in debt, in debt to me, yeah. indebted to me because I've done something. It's, it's, do it's, it because, do it because, yeah, do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. But just do it because you know what? Like obviously you're doing it for your own afterlife too, innit? Yeah. But you know I mean? the thing is, no, pe- yeah. people shouldn't you shouldn't feel like you're better. You're right. You yeah, shouldn't yeah. ever feel like you're if, better. If like if I if I've given sadqa, mm-hmm. like if I've given to charity in the last month or something like that, how many times over? I'm not gonna tell people I've given this much to charity because it takes away from what you're trying to do. Exactly. It's a good deed. Because then you're trying to do things for people. You're not doing it for yourself. yourself. You're, not you're not doing, doing it for your people. You're not doing they're it for you. They're coming back to you. Everything. When you back do good things, they're going to be... Thing is, if you do something, yeah, do it in silence. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it for the people, innit? Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't, like, you know, don't do it for the people, man. Because that's the way of shaitan. Like, he's like, oh, you know, you know one thing, yeah, in Islam. Like, you, you see it sometimes, innit? Like, be pride. Humble. Pride. Envy. That kind of thing. Greed. Someone might look at you and think, oh, you know what? Even though your intentions are good, oh, maybe he's just trying to uh, pick his ego. Maybe he's trying to dictate himself to be a good person so other people acknowledge him. But the only acknowledgement that you need in this life, obviously you have a big say with your parents, what they think of you. But as well as, you shouldn't really care what, you know, you. as long as you treat your fellow Muslim correctly, um, with goodness, etc., what they choose to reply to you in goodness or whatever, that's down to them. But you've done your part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't need to. You don't need. You don't need accolation. You don't need. Oh, Jay, you're such a fantastic guy. You're, Alhamdulillah. You're mashallah. You're a good guy. Alhamdulillah. You're better. You, you don't, don't need that. You don't need that. No, you don't. The thing is, if you do that, yeah, you're living your life for. You know, like you're living your life, and you're always gonna be unhappy because you're you're living your life for people. If you live your life in your own terms, you know, like you go to bed at night thinking, oh, you know what, I've done the right thing. Yeah, I sin, whatever, but your sins are between you and Allah. You exactly. Know? It's, like, it's between you and Allah, nobody else. Nobody else. Like, you know? that's why when a brother comes to me and says, oh, you know what, Sean, oh, shit, man, like, I feel like I've done something wrong. First thing I tell them is, keep this to yourself, innit? Don't tell anyone about it. People will, because as as insan or humans, you the first thing people do is judge. Exactly. First thing they do is judge you. The thing is, you shouldn't judge anyone because like you're not perfect yourself. Yeah, you don't know what they've been through, or you don't know what what they're, they're their going circumstances through. Their it? circumstances. Because my thing is like, you might look at someone right now in what type of things they're doing right now. Maybe they're not on the right path to Islam, etc. But you don't know what Allah's got planned for that person later on down the line. Yeah. He might become even more closer to Allah than what yeah, you are right now. Let me I tell you something yesterday. You've been listening to The Tavern.